Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey, hey, ladies. So your next few episodes will be taken from the self-care mommy chat on the topic of thriving and single motherhood. Part one of this chat is going to discuss what self-care means to these different moms and some challenges that they have had as single moms. Stay tuned and enjoy. This month's topic is all about single motherhood, thriving in single motherhood. And this is a topic that is dear to my heart because although I'm married right now, I was a single mom for six years. So I know the ups, the downs, the good and the bad, all those kind of struggles. <laughs> so I know a lot of you single mamas out there I wish I had this kind of support when um, I was single. We know we need to lean into each other and get nourished together. If there are any married moms on here, show my single mama some love and support, y'all. So let me go ahead and bring on my guest. Hey, 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 ladies. How are you? Hey, hey, good. How are you today? I'm hey. good. I'm good. Sorry, I was on mute. Hey. <laughs> hey. Doing well. Doing well. Good. So, ladies, I'm going to have you all introduce yourselves. I'm going to go with Miss Ebony Pollard first. Hey, everybody. I am Ebony Pollard. I am an author, a mompreneur, and the creator of Resilience Every Day, which is a brand geared towards uh, helping women of faith, especially uh, mompreneurs, faithpreneurs, uh, take charge of their overall well-being mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in a really healthy and holistic way. So that's me. All right. I'm going to move on down to you, Stacey. Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm Stacey Crawley. I am a motivational speaker, empowerment coach, as well as a author. And what I do is I empower purpose-driven women to reclaim their power, ignite their confidence, and fearlessly share their uniqueness with the world. So that's me. All right. Last but not least, Catrice. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Catrice Cloyd. Uh, I am fairly new to speaking and talking to people, but I love all things centered around faith and spiritual guidance. Um, I'm a mother of two, have quite a bit of, of other children around me. Um, so I have four nephews and yeah, just a huge family. So I've been mothering even when I don't mother my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's me in a nutshell. All right. And I forgot, in case there's somebody new, I didn't fully introduce myself. So <laughs> I am a self-care strategist, a wellness coach. I am a mom to three boys. So shout out to the boy moms out there. And again, I am a wife and a physical therapist. I'm currently taking a break from that to focus on speaking and coaching moms like you who need support with their self-care. So that takes us into our topic. We are talking about all things self-care, motherhood, today's single motherhood to be exact. 
And we cannot forget faith. This is a faith-based community, so we are going to talk about some Jesus up in here. <laughs> so I'm going to start with Catrice. The question I have for you ladies is, what does self-care mean to you? And what does it currently look like for you right now in your single life? So for me, self-care means um, taking care of me before I take care of everybody else. Um, I have to do something to keep me full and keep me energized before I can give out to my children and to everybody who is in need. Um, that includes giving to work. Um, I have to give to me first. So what that looks like for me at this point is um, I am up every morning, probably two hours before um, because I have to have my quiet time. So I have a, a morning routine that has been my saving grace, honestly. Um, that quiet time is essentially, it's some prayer meditation, workout. Um, sometimes I listen to different things, but it's, it's before everybody else hits the ground running and before anybody else can have access to me. Uh, I don't even answer the phone before 8 a.m. <laughs> uh, and, and that's kind of my protection, uh, me and God just getting it together. Yes, I am trying to join the train of getting up a lot earlier. <laughs> I've been inching my way backwards because when I wake up with that little one, my, uh, my middle son, we are at war literally at war in the morning and i know it's not healthy for me to start the day off right like that it's not healthy for him to start the day off right like that so i have been slowly gradually trying to get consistent with waking up earlier it's going to probably take me some time before the two hours but i've been starting with at least 30 minutes so and i do see the difference so i feel you on that one catrice all right stacy what does self-care look like well what does it mean to you and what does it look like to you right now well, let me let me preface this by saying because I totally forgot to say that I actually have four little kids. <laughs> I did not say that I'm actually a mom of four. They're all under the age of 10, including a set of twins. Uh, so my kids are nine, seven and my twins are four. So self-care for me is a lot of little pockets of time throughout the day. Um, I haven't gotten to that point yet where I'm doing the extra time in the morning. I need to probably get there. But I'm working on it because my twins still kind of wake up in the middle of the night. So sometimes I'm really tired in the morning, um, if I'm being honest. So it's like I have to get up maybe 15 minutes, 30 minutes before, you know, the girls get up. And that's my little bit of time to take my shower, get myself together. Um, for me, it's I know it's so cliche, but like going to get my nails done. That's something that's dear to me. And it also helps me to express my creativity because I'm such a creative person. So I'm able to look on Instagram and figure out, okay, what do I want my nails to look like, you know, the next couple of weeks and getting my pedicures. And sometimes it's just taking a drive to, I tell my mom all the time, like, hey, I love to sit by the water. So I'll go sit down at Potomac Beach and just look, I'll sit on the pier for a good 20 to 30 minutes and just look at the water and just reflect on my life and what I'm grateful for and where God has brought me from and where he's taking me. Um, I do a lot of visualization exercises. Um, sometimes I'll take a quick 10 minute power nap. Yes, 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> power naps throughout the day just to like get in those little bit of times. And my kids understand and I've had to tell them too, like, hey, um, 
this is mommy's time. So mommy needs self-care time. So in this particular time frame, if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, even 10 or five minutes, my kids know, like, don't bother mommy. So sometimes it's me scrolling through YouTube. Sometimes it's just me laying there and staring at the wall. You know, sometimes it's me talking to a girlfriend for a little bit of time. So those are things that recharge me. And I, um, I've actually just got into juicing sometimes. So sometimes I'll juice and just doing all of that and straining and all that. Like that's my self-care time for me because it's just my time and I got my music in my ear. So that's what it looks like for me. Yes, I love that, Stacey. Um, I always tell a lot of moms, you know, you can pair, you know, some of those different self-care activities or pair a self-care activity with uh, something that doesn't feel so great. You know, so for example, if I was juicing, that would not feel like self-care. <laughs> I've actually, that's why I don't juice. It's been a while since I've done it. But you pair something like that, you know, with, you know, like you got something in your ear. I've heard people like they'll wash dishes and like have their phone set up on Netflix, you know, you got to make it work. You know, we're going to make time for self-care. I uh, can relate to you on the water piece. I don't have any, um, I mean, I have a little, it's, it's not a beach, like you said, but I do have a little like lake um, nearby, but like the beach in general, or, like those big bodies of water. I love that. Just put me by some water any day. That's a real big thing for me. I don't even have to get in it. Just be by it. It's you know, like serenity. All right, Ebony, it's your turn, girl. <laughs> okay. I couldn't get it to unmute. Sorry. Um, so the question was, what does self-care mean to me and what does that look like for me right now? Uh, self-care for me has recently kind of taken on a new meaning in that you and I, we discussed this already. Um, I realized that for me, I was not incorporating uh, my relationship with God into the self-care process. And that showed, you know, that showed um, very clearly. And, you know, I began thinking about different things that the, that God has said in his word, like cast your cares upon me because, you know, because he cares for you, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. You know, in him, we live, move and have our being, those type of things. We can't do anything apart from him. And that includes taking care of ourselves. Um, so for me, self, my self care means to me, um, making sure that my relationship with God is solid because he is my, my ultimate source of everything that I need. So I am in this season of really trying to, um, reconnect with him on a deeper level. Uh, and that, and the more I, do that, the more the self-care piece raises up in me even more. I'm starting to make different decisions, you know, saying no to things that I don't need <laughs> to be involved in or, you know, no, I got enough on my plate as it is. So, uh, so, and so that moving into what self-care looks like for me right now, it looks like me, um, intentionally prioritizing my time and you know I'm not perfect at it right now but I'm getting there it, it it looks like making lists of things that I have to do so I know what I have to do versus just keeping it all in my head and allowing myself to be overwhelmed and snapping at my kids because I'm overwhelmed 
they didn't even really do anything and not even breathing. It's just adding to my overwhelm. You're breathing and you, I can hear it. You know, <laughs> stop it. You, just, <laughs> you know, so it looks like that's what it looks like to me is, um, you know, paying attention to my whole self and responding to the needs that are coming up as I am taking that introspective look at myself in addition to, you know, partnering with God on that introspection, allowing him to show me me and dealing with that and growing. Does that make sense? Yes. You know, and, and in Stacey too, yes, I'm my nail time. That is sacred. That is sacred. Don't touch my nail time. I will, I will move heaven and earth. Don't mess with my nail time. Please. <laughs> so that's what it looks like for me. Y'all over there talking about y'all y'all nails. I said, please don't look at my nails right now. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I'm not with y'all on the nails, but the pedicure, me and my sisters, <laughs> it's a ritual. <laughs> I love that. And even with that, are you and your sister connecting? That's a form of self-care. You're able to nourish your, you know, your relationships as well. So ladies, um, I love that you talked about growth, Ebony. So that takes us into... The next question, what have been some challenges for you ladies? Like you said, everything that we do is not perfect. You know, some of us may still be on a healing journey. You know, we have people who are healed and sometimes we are healing. But the important thing is not to stay where we were, you know, continually make progress. So what has been some challenges for you or what are even some current challenges that you're still dealing with? And how is it different for you, you know, either as a single mom or someone without support in the home? And I say that because I felt like when I was single, I had like different, I don't, I don't want to say seasons, but it was different for me. Like I had support. Um, so when I first had my oldest son, I was still living with my mom. So she was a big support, you know, so I don't think I really felt like a single mom <laughs> until I moved out. <laughs> And things got real, you know. Um, his father was always in the picture. So, again, that's support. But, you know, being the only parent in the home, <laughs> oh, that's different. And that's why I said once I moved out with my mom, oh, it got real, real quick. <laughs> so what has been some challenges um, for you as single moms? What do you feel like is a little bit harder, easier, or the same? Because <laughs> I know all of you have not been single. You know, the whole time you've been married, I mean, um, not the whole time you've been married, the whole time you have been a mom. So just tell me a little bit more about that. Um, Stacey, I'm going to start with you. Sure. Um, wow. So I'm actually, wow, my divorce was actually just finalized a year ago. So I am, so we separated in 2021 and then the divorce was finalized last year. I think the, 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 the biggest challenges I'll say is, definitely adjusting to my new normal of being a mom of four without my husband, um, my ex-husband now. So I think at least I felt like I was doing a lot around the house and doing a lot of the things. However, there still was that companionship there. That still was that, that person that was there that I was able to talk to that was an adult that wasn't just the children. And so it's, I think it's, it's, grieving that process and going through the divorce um grief and, and and healing but then also having to parent through that 
has been definitely a journey. Um, it's been very chaotic. I would be very honest. It hasn't been easy at times. Um, there have been times where I've cried myself to sleep. There have been times that I've sat on the sofa when my kids have gone on the weekend with their dad and I'm crying on the sofa, you know, the whole weekend sometimes just because I'm having to pour to get all of this out because um, I was with my ex for, wow, 18 years. You know, we were together 18 years, married 12 years and together six. And so, um, well, before we got married. And so going through that whole process of having to release that person that I pretty much grew up with um, and still having to show up as the mom that I need to be for my kids that they deserve has been a struggle. But when you say being in those seasons, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And so, you know, being able to be in these seasons and be grateful for the seasons, even though I don't feel like I didn't feel like it then, I understand it now. And I think another challenge is to having grace with myself. I am a high achieving woman. I'm very ambitious. And so I hold myself to this high standard. Sometimes it's unrealistic. It's to the point of, you know, I'm, I'm recovering from perfectionism. So it's like having to like really sit down with myself and say, listen, Stacey, like you're, you're doing your best and your best is good enough. Right. And so it doesn't have to look like a certain thing because some sometimes we think that we need to do all these things for our kids to be happy and they just want us to be happy. They just want us to spend quality time with them, sit with them, read a book with them, talk to them. You know what I mean? Like ask them, how was their day? Just the simple things. And so giving myself grace has been really, really a challenge for me. And so I'm working through that now and I see the difference now that I'm embracing the change, embracing the grace. Um, and I think those are the biggest challenges for me um, and just being able to allow people in to help me because there was a time where I was like, listen, I got this. I'm good. I'm strong. I'm a strong black woman. And it's like, no, self-care is allowing people to come in and help you as well. And, and that support system in that village around me. So, yeah. Yes, I can totally relate. I don't know why. <laughs> um, you mentioned that high achieving, like type A type of person. I never thought I was that until recently with one of my coaches. I mean, she didn't call me that, but it was pretty much everybody on the call. I guess she could see with one. And like when you actually describe it, it's like, yeah, I guess that's what I am. And like, that's why I'm, I'm, str I'm stressing myself. Out, uh, excuse me. I am stressing myself out trying to do all of these things. But why? <laughs> I mean, you know, there is a why, but you don't always have to do everything right away. Like you said, we got to give ourselves grace. <laughs> We are going through different, like I said, seasons of our lives. And I always say we have to prioritize what's most important in this season. We're not saying that you can never ever do it. We're not saying you got to wait till the kids are completely grown. But what's most important in this season of your life? You know, whether that's that season can be a month, a few months, maybe it is a year, you know. But yeah, a lot of times we just got to chill sometimes as moms. But it's yes. hard. Like you said, we, <laughs> we are already... You know, like, I don't like being the strong black woman. It's already ingrained in us. <laughs> but now we are at that stage where we got to start, like, I, I can chill now. Mm -hmm. I can chill. There was this uh, video on YouTube. Not YouTube. Um, Instagram. A real, uh, or whatever you call them thing on Instagrams. And um, they were... <laughs> It was like black people like doing certain activities and their ancestors are like popping up like, what are you doing? And the last slide was like, everybody felt that one. The ancestor was like, what are you doing? And she said, nothing. And the ancestor like patted her eyes and was like, yes, like we can rest. <laughs> that is a blessing. 
And it's so funny because everybody got that. Like, yeah, like rest. It's like, what? You resting? Wow. So, yes, black ladies and any ladies if you're on here, period. We all need the rest. But, you know, if you are black or if you come from a culture where women are always hustle, 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 you got to be strong. It is okay to take that superwoman cape off. I would say take that superwoman cape off and burn it. Just burn it. We don't need it. <laughs> we need to be in community with other moms. We need to get the support that we need, ask for help, and accept help. Stop trying to do it all on your own. And just give yourself those reminders because I know I have to check myself daily. <laughs> so, Ebony, what are some challenges? Sorry, having a trouble with the mute. Uh, so, for me, I guess, you know, Stacy brought up, you know, just doing everything, you know. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Okay. Okay. Anyway, so uh, Stacey brought up, you know, doing just, you know, doing all the things. And uh, that is a big, the, a very big challenge for me is, you know, doing all the things and, you know, feeling like I need to get them all done today. And if I don't get them all done today, uh, then somehow I am failing as a woman and as a parent, my poor children <laughs> got stuck with me. Yeah, you know, the, the, self, the self-talk can get, you know, pretty, pretty negative. But, you know, there's also, you mentioned healing, you know, having been healed and in, uh, in still healing. And there are areas where I'm healed, but there are also areas where I'm still healing. And it's a process. And for me, uh, one of those areas is the self-talk, the mom guilt, the, you know, that that mom guilt comes at you hard and and fast, you know, and it is unrelenting. And so you have to, you know, one of my challenges is, you know, fighting against that. That is Ebony, that is not true. You your um your lights are on, the heat is on, the kids are definitely not missing any meals. Um, they're clothed, you know what I'm saying? They they're they're fine and they're happy and they like you. You know, like when I'm, even when you're crabby, even when you're, you know, like I'm touched out, you know, you, everybody trying to touch on me and ask me questions. Everybody just be quiet and stop touching me. You know, they still love me. They are good, you know? And so I have to, that's my biggest challenge, honestly, is the, the, um, the self-talk is, 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 is getting that under control. And I'm, felt like you asked a different question besides that did i answer you answered it yeah i was yeah. asking any challenges you know if you have any um yeah the other part was you know what are some challenges that you feel mm -hmm. as a single mom compared to someone who has support in the home uh yes it's um it's compared to someone who has support in the home i feel like i have to jump through extra hoops you know, to get anything done. If I want to go out on a date, I have to jump through hoops that somebody else might not have to jump through. Um, when it comes to like making appointments and, you know, doing anything for myself, there are hoops that I have to jump through because I have to make sure that the kids are situated. And if this particular resource is not available, I got to, you know, you know, do this or move this appointment around and, or I know, I'm sorry, I can't do it at this time because this. And so that can be really frustrating. Um, especially when it feels like, 
people are not taking into account that I am a single mother. I'm not a victim. I'm not, you know, looking for, a, you know, a badge of honor or anything like that. Because I don't believe any single mother started out wanting to be a single mother. I can't imagine anybody in their right mind would be like, I want to be a single mom. You like? No, absolutely not. But, you know, so for me, it's not people not taking into consideration the things that I have to take into consideration, you know, um, when there's, you know, am I being invited to events and things like that? Is there childcare? If there's not childcare, I'm not likely to come because, or, or, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling. I feel like, but, or like when they say, oh yeah, just bring the kids. Okay. Do you not understand that I have with my kids all the time? I don't want to bring them sis. And if you don't have childcare, I ain't coming. Because I need somebody to get these kids. <laughs> Please. You know, so church, I'll, if it, if they don't have children's church, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not attending your church. You know, so things like that, that people who have support in the home may not consider, or even when a single mother asks for a specific type of help, and then you say, oh, well, I can do this, this, that, and this, but that's, can you just help me the, the way I asked you to help me? Like, because if I'm giving you a specific Thing, I really need that specific thing, you know. So it's like that kind of stuff. Does that make sense? And I, I digress. <laughs> no, that was wonderful. Um, and I love that you um you mentioned the dating piece too, because I feel like that's a struggle when you know you're in that season of life. Like I'm trying to date, but you know I'm in a house, no childcare, <laughs> you know. And you know most moms, you know, you wanna, you're not trying to have the person meet your child right away so then it's like well what do you do <laughs> and you know i don't know if anybody that's up to you if anybody wants to expound on that because i know some of y'all look one of y'all i ain't gonna call no names she um <laughs> look one of y'all has said that you are accepting applications <laughs> and the other one said i am currently she makes it no i am currently single okay currently <laughs> They're giving themselves away. <laughs> you know, so how is it? I don't think um I'm gonna go to Catrice first because I didn't I didn't ask you the challenges, right? Right. Okay, yeah. So I want you to talk about your challenges with single motherhood. And then if anybody wants to talk about challenges with dating, you know, if you're ready to date, or you can even comment, you know, like, oh, I'm ready to date, or you know, but I'm not actively looking, or look, I'm chilling right now, waiting on that. But you know, it's just any challenges. For the single mamas out there, you might can be so, just, go ahead. <laughs> challenges first. Um, I think the biggest challenge for me has been learning one is is learning to ask for help. Um, but learning, you know, how to verbalize that I need help or I need assistance in this area. Um, two would be the the mom guilt the mom guilt. Um, and it shows up in different forms. Sometimes it's, I can't do this in my career because I have to make sure my kids needs are met. Or, um, for me personally, it was, I'm okay with not being able to do all these things career side because I was committed to being a mother first. 
so it, it, it was a, a good learning process, but it was a struggle because shooting college, I had this plan. I was going to do this, 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 and this in 10 years. You know, I had it all figured out and life didn't happen that way. So when life started happening, I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know how to say, uh, can you step in and do this? You know, uh, you, you better with that, that negative self-talk. Well, you weren't there for whatever school function. Um, so you're, you start to feel bad as a mom, uh, but just overcoming that. Uh, and I, I'll be honest with you all. Some of us, while we were in the marriage, felt like we were single in the marriage uh, at different points. Uh, so just just learning to overcome all of that and really give myself grace because at the end of the day, yeah, I'm not perfect, but I've done the very best that I could. And like Evan has said, your children still love you. You know, they still see you as this great person. Um, so learning to give myself grace and, and not be so hard on myself was was probably the biggest part of those challenges. Hey, Mama, I hope you enjoyed part one of our conversation. Stay tuned to next week for part two. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is the Nourish Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.